Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams with me, Jeremy Nichols, with Jack Balsley, with Nelson Newt. We got the squad in the building to talk, obviously, about some really, really good nugget stuff right now. But like we do every single show before we tap into any of the basketball stuff, we got to talk about real life. Guys, how are y'all doing? Uh, Nelson, how's how's everything going with you? To start with you. Um, life is good. Um, I'm on uh, a plan to lose. So trying to slim down a little bit because I've been nice, a little nice. bit. I added some uh, LBs during the COVID crisis. <laughs> LBs. <laughs> yeah, man. Too, too many, too many yeah. LBs. And so I'm, I'm, uh, I've lost uh, 12 pounds and cool. um, wow. trying to lose a lot more, but I'm excited about that and feeling good and spry for an old codger <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just trying to enjoy life and always enjoy your company. So very cool. Jack, talk to us. Yeah. I'm with my two favorite people doing pretty good. Um, you know, same as Nelson, just kind of back in my workout routine, kind of motivated to go outside a lot more. Just, just loving life, chilling. How about you, but Jeremy? Uh, just about the same. I think, you know, if that's the case, if it sounds like we're all kind of in that same boat. I mean, there's a reason that that y'all are seeing these clips of me in the gym because I'm I'm trying to I mean, there's a reason why a, a grand scheme reason as to why I'm trying to slim down. You know, that part will be, you know, disclosed at a later date. But um, yeah, on air talent. Perhaps. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I don't know. Uh, something something cool might be happening in a couple months. I don't know. We gonna, we'll we'll but find out. We'll we better see out. you on first take. But anyway. <laughs> oh, they don't want me on. First take. Oh, they don't. They don't want me on first take. Oh no. <laughs> but um, nah, man. Life, you know, like I like I told you guys before, you know, life life is good. You know, just things are cool. My daughter is healthy. Everybody in the family is healthy right now. So I cannot, I can't complain. You know, cannot complain. You know, you know, like I showed my Twitter yesterday, you know, just kind of been working on just me, myself, you know, with my credit, all this just trying to get myself in a good spot for this house and, you know, waking up to see like my credit score hit what it was yesterday morning, man, I could not believe it, you know? So I just thought like that, that made me real happy knowing that I'm doing the right thing. So, so as I told y'all, man, life, life ain't bad right now. Can't complain. And as I said before, and I'll say again, good things happen to good people. That's true. You know, I like that. That's cool. Sage, ad- <laughs> sage, sage advice from the old man. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Well, listen, guys, um, obviously, you know, just looking back to Sunday, um, the Nuggets and the Timberwolves did play game one and the Nuggets were they came out victorious, which is obviously what we all wanted. Um, but the way that they came out victorious was 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 probably what it was probably the, the thing that was like, huh? Yeah. Like, cause, let's be real. All right, so the Nuggets blew out the Timberwolves by what twenty nine? Jack, yep, is, that, yep, is that okay? Yep, cool. Yep, so yep. they beat them by twenty nine, and just just my, I mean, of course we'll, you know, we'll go into detail in terms of what we what we think or what we thought was going to happen. But um, I'll tell you guys, man, I knew the Nuggets would would win the game, or at least mm-hmm. I was hoping so confidently, but I did not expect them to hold the Timberwolves to eighty points. Yeah, that is that like that was the part of the game that I I thought it was going to be much closer. I thought it was going to be more so just a shootout, you know, going into the fourth quarter. But for them to beat them by 29 and hold them to 80 points, that might have been the most impressive defensive game that the Nuggets have played all year. 
thinking about it, I can't really think of a, a better a better example as to what the potential of this team is. Now, of course, we can look at the Timberwolves and say maybe their game plan was wrong or whatever that looks like. It is the playoffs, and we understand adjustments mm-hmm. will happen. But I don't know if you guys, um, because I sent you guys one of the just one of the statements, right? Because Carl Anthony Towns, I did watch the press conference or the post-game conference after the game, after game one. And he made it blatantly clear. He was like, they knew all our plays. So if the best player, or if you, I don't know if you decide he's the best player or Anthony Edwards, but if one of your better players on the Timberwolves are saying that the other team knows our plays, like how how did that happen? Like, is it, was it uh, uh did they have a spy or did, or was it just the fact that the nuggets studied the film like that could be the reason it could just be good film study because if you think about it um there was an interview and i believe it was adam adam morris um with i believe he's with dnvr sports i could be wrong or mile high sports one or two i i always get confused sometimes but um he did show a clip when he interviewed carl anthony towns prior to the game and was asking about the fact that they have Austin Rivers. They have, you know, all these Tim Conn. Yeah, I saw that. Different guys in the locker room now. And he was basically saying, do you think that that will give you an advantage going into game one? And he basically said, uh, yeah, look at the guys that we have and you will see tonight. Hmm. What exactly did we see? I think that that was really my question because – he sounded confident, like he had this this confident smirk on his face when he was like, "You'll you you you'll see tonight." And he had like this confident smirk, like he knew that they were gonna just destroy the Nuggets. But for to go to from that level of confidence to then to getting a whooping in the game, then getting to the end of the game and saying that the other team knew what you were doing. I thought you were supposed to be the one who had all the intel, yeah. right? So that's that's what I saw, and obviously I was very very impressed with. Um, that second half from Jamal Murray, beautiful, beautiful basketball. He really got back. And Nelson, I know, you know, we've we've definitely talked in detail about wanting Jamal Murray to get away from this whole bubble Murray stigma. We just want to see him perform in the playoffs, at least most people do. And it was really cool to see him really step up. You know, we got some DeAndre Jordan minutes. Very, very cool. You know, obviously we, we spoke about that previously before the 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 playoffs started and we definitely talked about just the impact that we could definitely see from from a guy like him christian brown bruce brown but what did you guys see jack let's let's start with you just what were your 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 takes from uh game one yeah i mean obviously the big word will just be dominance i think mm-hmm. everything went right their their free throw shooting some i mean 67 64 isn't you know isn't the best but sure. on every other part of the part of the court they were just they were phenomenal and and i think I'm trying to, I think one player, and I think it was Kankar, had had negative plus minus. Like everybody. Oh, they're going to get you for saying his name like that. I'm sorry. I'll I'll take it. Chanchar, (laughs) I'll take it. I don't care. I'll take it. I can't. We still like you, Chan. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, Another one. We got to, we got to, we got to start making a list of names I can't pronounce. Um, But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's great. I, I think that, uh, it's overall just super impressive. Everybody who you expected to step up, stepped up. I mean, I will say Jeff Green's shooting was a little bit of a bummer, um, but he I, I wide think, open so many times. I know. <laughs> I know to go, to go over four, especially over three um, from three. I don't know, but I mean, they shot great 41% from three point. I mean, that's why they've, they've been showing how dominant they are from beyond the arc. 
all season. Um, and we saw it there. I think what it was a little surprising definitely was Jokic fouling out um, in the fourth. I thought that you was out on purpose, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like that was that was a very interesting um, tactic. But uh, it's it is funny to think after game one, our leader in assists and points so far in this playoff series is Murray. I mean, it's not a crazy thought, but you'd think Jokic would. Uh, I didn't. No one thought it, the Denver team would come out as solid as they did as a unit, especially with everybody scoring uh, double digits and uh, it's, which is weird because everybody scored double digits, but only Murray scored over 20. So it was interesting to see. I mean, gotta love Bruce Brown. Very happy that he, he hit up on that curve at the end of the season and clearly kept it, which was really good to see. I know we didn't see much of like Reggie Jackson, a little bummed that Thomas Bryant didn't even get a chance to, (laughs) walk on the court at least once but you know like you said deandre jordan i i think he's i think he's a little bit more motivated too i mean i can't think of the last time he was on a ready team like this except for lob city um in his past kind of journey so i think that kind of lights a fire under him granted it was only six minutes but at the same time i feel like that kind of you know you, you get more excited when your goals are attainable rather than like being on these really trash teams and kind of hoping for not that he's always been on trash teams, but you're just kind of just saying, Hey, what another fun season. Like now you can actually uh, put something out there. And I think that's kind of showing for a lot of these guys. So very curious to see what Malone does, especially with Jeff green. I know he's, he's a constant and he'll stay a constant, but with the, with the shooting from game one, I'm just a little curious what, how Malone, cause you know, I feel like sometimes Malone tends to overcorrect when it's not necessary. Um, so we'll see, but I mean, nothing to complain about. Held him to 14 in the third. You got to love it. Very cool. Nelson, talk to us. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's amazing, right? Because I always, get, like, these are always nail-biter games for me. And it certainly was in the beginning of the game. I thought we couldn't hit um, any of our shots. I thought the Aaron Gordon dunk kind of set the table. <sighs> yeah. I couldn't have believed they did not call an offensive foul on Agreed. that. Uh, Cause he steamrolled him and then spun and had the massive uh, dunk, which was really, I think a table setter for the night on some mm-hmm. ways to show how physical the nuggets were going to be. And that mm-hmm. was kind of an underlying tone that they set was how physical they were against um, Minnesota. And I thought that was impressive. Um, I always go into these things with like um, a little bit of worry and concern about it. And then I have to catch myself and realize this is one game and one game only. And that's if I'm the coach of the nuggets, I'm preaching that like, it's, you know, zero, zero. This is our first game, you know, kind of that approach where you're, you really need to be intensive and have that same kind of want to that you did in the first game. Um, so I'm a little bit nervous about that, but from what I saw with Minnesota and um, I, I was not impressed on any level. Um, I really truly wasn't. And, Um, I just think, um, you look at what they have to offer on the offensive end. It's one player to me, and that's Edwards. And if you can contain him, then you can contain the team. 
The other gentleman at the guard spot, Walker, was very impressive defensively. I thought he picked up full court, was really in all grill. Um, I think Jamal started for four, but the defensive end, he was certainly on point. Offensively, presented no issues. And Tyrion Prince, who, um, as I said, was a nugget killer before, I believe had zero points for the game. Um, so they got a lack of production from that. And then Carl Anthony Towns was an absolute total and complete no-show. So you look at that and then Gobert gets usually owned by um, Jokic. Um, I thought Jokic got, there was many questionable calls on him and that weren't called for him. Um, it was, um, kind of the same old, same old with the refs and, and Nicola in that first game. So hopefully there's a bit of a change in the second game. I'm cautiously optimistic that they'll go up to zero in the series. Um, but again, this is the playoffs, you know, there's going to be adjustments made. Can we counter those adjustments? And, um, Pick up game two, if that's the question. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Nelson, you meant you, you said a word in there uh, when you were talking about Aaron Gordon, and you mentioned the word physicality, right? Now, I don't know if you guys saw a quote today by um, by Anthony Edwards. So he was he was asked a question about the, the same physicality that you you talked about. And he basically said that in game two, we are going to be more physical. And if that means hard fouls, that is basically what we're going to have to do. Now, when you hear a player say, we're going to be more physical, that's cool. That's different. When you hear a player say that they're going to, they don't mind you doing some hard fouls to kind of show that physicality. That's when you start to get on a different level. It's like, wait, so you're going to play physical, but you're going to like, your goal is to foul like hard foul players. <laughs> That's because and, and the, here's here's the way that I. I wonder if the league said. I wonder if the league would pick up on that and oh, actually yes. call him. Oh yes. Oh listen, that that is when you when you openly tell your game plan, it usually doesn't end up well for you. Seriously, like because if because at the end of the day, think about if the Nuggets felt you know they. I mean, of course, they destroyed them in game one. Let's just say the Nuggets took their their foot off the gas pedal just a little bit, but then they saw that, mm. right? That that can only motivate the Nuggets. Like, okay, y'all gonna hard foul us? Okay, cool. So, and then you got to think about it too. When you put that out in the air, the refs are going to look for it. They're going to look. They're going to intentionally look to see these particular hard fouls that you're you're talking about. You don't you don't give that game plan away prior. You don't say. We're going to hard foul players. Yes, absolutely. Be more physical. Great. But hard fouling is that's a little bit different. Like that's that's come on. Draymond Green. Right. It's how hard <laughs> foul when you stomp on somebody's chest. Right. Like, oh, good Lord. That was crazy. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that whole situation yeah. was was wild, man. Um, But yeah, it just it, it I just saw that today and I thought that that was that was a little bit over the top. Yeah, a little over, over the, the top. top to 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 say not. I mean, listen. If if they want to take it that direction, go ahead. Because here's what's going to happen: you're going to foul out, and the yeah. Nuggets are still going to win the game. Because <laughs> if their goal is not to play better, 
No, that's not that's not what he said. He didn't say, oh, we just got to focus down and, and, you know, be more physical and, and, and play more defense. And that wasn't it. Oh, yeah, we'll be more physical. But then in that direction, we're going to hard follow. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you think that part of that um, perspective from him came from the fact that uh, the Joker actually created a hard foul against him? Maybe. Maybe, but let's be real. We know we know Jokic, right? And yep. we know that that wasn't a situation where he was trying to hurt him. It wasn't not, nothing like that. But the but but you bringing that up does make sense because I'm sure he remembered. Um, he remembered that moment. And it, man, Jack, did you did you see the look on his face after Jokic fouled him? Yeah. And Jokic put his hand out to pick him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> man, the look that on his was... face was priceless, man. Yeah, no, it, it was interesting. But, I mean, to, to your guys' points, too, like, it just it just felt – I think, you know, those quotes do come, too, from frustration. I feel of like – Of course, they're, yeah. They're I mean, like, I understand so, like, that, that's yeah. why it's like maybe that's not their entire game plan. And it's, he doesn't mean it completely. And I don't think right, only, right. only only the more airheaded fans would take that to heart. But, right. you know – I just think the whole, I think they're really just kind of embarrassed, really. I mean, catch out one for seven from three and, you know, Edwards, even I mean, him with, he was six for 15. I mean, the whole, the whole shooting stats for mm-hmm. the Timberwolves were garbage. I mean, they, they barely even got 50% of their free throws. So, yeah. you know, it, it's just, a, it's a bummer of a game for them. I'm, I'm, we're on cloud nine, but you know, I'm very curious to see what what they come out with the next game, especially just you know, Den. It's Denver. They're still in Denver. I mean, I don't know. I just, especially if they go two up, and I'd say even by fifteen the next game. Like, yeah, how do you not steamroll them in Minnesota? Because I mean, I'm not gonna say it's a done deal, but that that's just to me that's not a stadium where you're like, uh oh, they're in Minnesota. Like, we got to be careful. Like, yeah. that's just that's just not what it is. So. I, I would be really interested to see what game two is going to look like, but overall, like, of course you can, you can nitpick Denver's game, but I mean, how could you not just love to watch every minute of it? <laughs> yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was fun to watch. It was just fun to watch yeah. seeing it. Cause it just looked like the guys were having so much fun, man. Like yeah. you could see it, like just the look on their faces, um, you know, just in, and one of the things that I really do enjoy about this team is the way that they celebrate, everybody mm-hmm. you know like i love when the camera pans over to the bench right yeah. after there's a really big play that that just happened and everybody's up just cheering for said person like it's you know like peyton watson and and like it's really really cool to see like you know and then of course listen we we also got to talk about um our rookie we got mm-hmm. we got to talk about cb man we got to talk yeah. about christian brown we got to talk about his poise in that moment where Kyle Anderson, you know, did the whole thing with the elbow and pulled on his arm and tried to turn it into something. And Christian Brown is just watching him like, bro, you're not about to do nothing. And he just stood there and there was just such poise. And of course, you know, that that coming from Kansas, like you learn that type of stuff, especially being that type of school, a, a national championship winner, like you you learn professionalism in moments like that and to 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 be e- so even keeled even when he's in a moment where somebody's kind of charging at him 
I man, I was so impressed, man. I was just impressed watching that. Nelson, um, what were you thinking when that whole moment just just started to happen? Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a. Uh... There's words I'd like to use, um, <laughs> but I won't because we're we might be have a little kids listening. Yeah. But uh, I just thought, you know what? It's kind of a joke. Um, it's such a joke nowadays. It's more of a pushing and shoving match than it is anything Correct. else to me. And so it's kind of ludicrous. Um, I thought Christian handled himself very well, and I thought it was cool how the announcers picked up on that they did. Um, mm-hmm. they sure and really did. talked about how he was you know, um, beyond his years and maturity, uh, most people wouldn't react that way. So I thought that was very cool. Um, I just wanted to say a couple other things. Uh, the reason I said also that I didn't think that, uh, Minnesota, you know, uh, had a, a strong offensive unit was two of their best offensive players guys are out of this, out of this series. I don't think we can really forget about the fact that Nas Reed, who I think is a very, very skilled big man. I've Mm -hmm. talked about that numerous times. In fact, I always wanted the Nuggets to go out and get Nas Reed. And there Mm -hmm. was talk and chatter about Nas Reed coming to Denver. Um, Defensively, not very strong, but offensively, really powerful. McDaniel, the same thing. McDaniel always played well against the Nuggets, a long, tall sure defender, mm-hmm. um, good player. So I think they're really missing those two players personally. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, and I think that's going to help sway the series for sure. And again, um, but yeah, going back to Christian, certainly impressive. Um, two of the players that we also talked about at the end of the season continuing to have difficult times. One was Aaron Gordon. He came out with that ferocious dunk, then stepped up and made a three-pointer, which was really surprising. Hit it with great confidence. I think he even hit his first two free throws. So to me, Aaron Gordon showed showed out as well, Um, then got into a little bit of foul trouble. KCP back in the saddle again, hitting the three-point shot. I thought was... Mm -hmm. You know, he got, what was he, six for eight in the last game? I think yep. that carried over with his confidence a little bit um, into this game. And with that, and then uh, Bruce Brown being himself again, seemed like some of the players that were slumping a little bit were out of their slumps. Um, I like DeAndre Jordan also in the short stints that he was getting. I think, you know, he's at an elderly age now. Uh, he would hate me saying that, but he's at an age where if you spot, you know, spot play him, you can get those lobs, get some really productive play. And I thought Malone actually used him the correct way. Yeah. Yeah. Mark it sure. down. I actually complimented Michael Malone. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. Um, I mean, I, I thought, I mean, Let's be real. There's really not a whole lot from that game from the Nuggets side that we can really complain about. That's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, as, as much as we would like to, well, no, this guy didn't do. No, I feel yeah. like as a team, everybody did their jobs in game one. Um, obviously, hoping that that continues moving forward. Um, but yeah, I thought it was actually really cool, even after the game where Michael Malone pretty much gave the defensive player of the game chain to the whole team. All whole team. Yeah. yeah. I thought. I thought that was really cool. And he led uh, Colin Gillespie, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Um, he gave him the chain. He was like, here, Colin, you can hold that. Because obviously he hasn't, he's been injured 
pretty much the entire season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it was, it was really good, man. It was really good. Just watching, you know, watching the guys just, just go out there and have a lot of fun like that. We got some Peyton Watson minutes, obviously not a whole lot, but he did, he did see the court. Um, did Zeke Naji play at all? Because I don't remember seeing Zeke. Uh, on the he might have played in garbage time. Four minutes, minutes, yeah. Oh, right at the end. Okay. Yeah. yeah four I, minutes. Yeah. I oh, really, really, I didn't see it too much. Really quickly, I would be curious too, Jack. And I don't know how easy this is at your fingertips, but since you're our lovely stat person, <laughs> um, so the 29 points was that a, the biggest victory of the season? And number two, piggybacking on that. Um, I think you both would agree that that's not the Nuggets style, meaning if we get normally if they get into having a large lead, they usually give that lead up in the second half. Yeah, correct. Um, And and it becomes it it was a blowout, but it, it at the end of the game, it looks much closer. In this case, it was just a flat out blowout, which was just so cool. So I wanted to point those things out as well. So they did beat the Clippers one twenty two to ninety one. So they're cl- they were close, but not their biggest li- not their biggest blowout. Nice. That was that was in January. Good um, good good get there, Jack. Thank you. And good old Chan Char had to, had was leading in the rebound. <laughs> so, so I like it. I like you know, it. You know. Oh yeah, baby. Um, I like it. I like it. But yeah. I mean, to your point too, like it, it, we can't really complain much, but I would say for next game, I think I would be very curious to see, you know, if anybody in the Timberwolf steps up, I think that was kind of my concern in both of the playing games. You, you always had someone like really slumping and you know, there's always going to be someone leading the team, of course, like that's taking charge, but to see that in every, I feel like every game we saw with the Timberwolves, at least one person was always like, having it rough <laughs> so so to that point like last, uh on sunday it was everybody <laughs> but uh, yeah i would expect conley and um carl anthony towns to to have bounce back games what about you jeremy yeah um i mean i agree you know i think i think it's kind of hard to to think that they'll perform the same way in game two like we yeah, said i mean this is course. the playoffs right so adjustments have to happen but i'll tell you guys one thing i have been looking through the internet and i one thing i do like to do in the playoffs i get to youtube and i go to the opposing team's videos right interesting because yeah because i like to see what their fans are saying what Mm, the level of confidence that their fans have in their team so i'll tell you guys there was um just on the 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 tweet about where, where i said um on the tweet about the Carl uh, Anthony Towns mentioning the fact that the Nuggets knew all of their plays, um, the amount of people under that that post, all the fans are saying, dude, Chris Finch sucks. Why is he our coach? Like, we are so screwed now. We're going to get swept. We're going to. Like the fans are like the Timberwolves fans, and I'm telling, I'm talking about the majority. I yeah. may have seen one person out of that entire group that was saying, "Guys, relax. It was just one game." Everybody else, and I'm talking about, is it, it was hundreds of of just comments of people who are fans of the Timberwolves who were just like they were done, like mentally done with the series, you know. And and I thought that that was interesting to see because, I mean, let's be real. I have my moments like that too. 
where you know your team could lose by a lot and you're like <laughs> oh well it's done yeah we stink yeah. you know like we we you know we have we have those moments at times so um i just thought i just thought it was interesting that you know a lot of the the timberwolves fans were feeling that way but i mean let's be real guys it's hard to believe that we'll see the exact same thing again. Yeah, Maybe we're underestimating the Nuggets. Who knows, right? We, yeah. I didn't think they would do that in game one. But, I mean, I knew they would win, but not to not to that level. And, and Nelson, I think one of the biggest reasons why um, I think they sustained that lead was because the blowout happened after the half, right? Yeah. I think because it didn't it didn't necessarily start, like, like super early, Um because that that third quarter, man, that third quarter barrage was something insane. Like <laughs> yeah. it was just like lights out yeah. every direction, everybody hitting shots, and um, that I think because it started so late, I think the momentum really moved into the fourth. But because I mean, I, when Jokic came in, they were up by thirty. Like it was right. like, why is he still in there? <laughs> right. And when you talk about like that feeling of hopelessness, how many? feelings did we have like that when we were in the bubble right <laughs> right and right you're right. down, you're down oh, yeah. three one and i was like man malone needs to be fired this team needs to be rebuilt and <laughs> and, and and like i would say, say this to katie wingy and she's like all right i just need all you people to chill out like yeah yeah, yeah. it's katie not the end it's yeah. not it's not the <laughs> end of the world you know we're gonna come back and um and then they did and then i did it again you know with the next series <laughs> like oh my god here we go again what's wrong yeah. with this team um so yeah i think that that's just a normal kind of thing to do and i think it's normal for us to also think it's going to be easy sailing for this next game and i just think what i i kind of laugh when commentators do that like in the sense of you know it's just it is just one game you know what I mean? Commentators meaning like, oh, it's all in the Nuggets' favor and and the Nuggets are dominating and the Nuggets are going to do this and that. Well, let's see what happens in game two. I, I will say this again, and I, I'm trusting my gut and what I see. The Timberwolves do not have the talent to stay with the Nuggets, period. And, um, you know, even... Um, Anderson uh, with his uh, slow process, pro, slow processing moves and everything he does. Um, he's their really only their bench player that scares me um, as far as somebody that can score. Right. So I just don't he think they, now, doesn't he? Mm, no, I don't think he started. He didn't start last game, but he, no, he started he against, start. he started against the thunder. I know that for sure. Yeah, but he um, he's not somebody that I'm concerned with. He's he's methodical. He's a good player for sure. I'm not discounting him, but um, I don't. I, you know, there's not like a series of players that are coming in from off the bench to scare me. I just don't think the Timberwolves, without their two uh, players, really scare me on that level. Otherwise, it'd be um, really concerned about game two and not having that mindset of. Eye of the Tiger, let's win this game too, you know? So, gotcha, gotcha. You know, I did have a thought though, because I, I was joking about it before game one, but I did tweet and I said, maybe this is what we'll see when the Nuggets actually get to play the Timberwolves when it's not a, the second night of a back to back. That's true. You because said that. If, because if you think about it, the first time that that happened this season during the regular season, the same thing happened. It's true. 
Think about it. Like they they sma- I understand Carl Anthony Towns didn't play, which I get, but the Nuggets still smacked them when they had some rest. So I is that something that that that's a thing? We'll find yeah. out. I don't know. Uh- I wanted to make no actually a funny funny correction for me. The Denver's actually biggest win was against the Timberwolves. Ah, so it, it was that game. That's same, it was, then, then they went by thirty four. Thirty four, yeah. yeah. That was wow. Their, <laughs> that was their biggest. So the Clippers second, um, but yeah. 34, oh, I didn't know that. Which is funny of all teams. Oh, that's I just, crazy. I just started to think about that because we were, you know, just kind of thinking about moving forward. Because now, obviously, you know, we're gonna obviously talk about just give our quick predictions on Game Two and what we think. Um, will happen but honestly guys i'm gonna tell you this i the way that carl anthony towns sounded after that game body language wise he looked defeated mm-hmm. like he really didn't I understand it was a bad loss i get that so maybe it was just in the moment frustration just like you talked about jack where you know talking about the anthony edwards statement maybe yeah. it was just a frustration or a frustrating moment right maybe that's cool you know some some people kind of hold that frustration because we do as fans sometimes we <laughs> hold on to it after a couple hours after the game. Yeah, yeah, I understand yeah, that for sure. Um, but I'll tell you, man, there's 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 just something like I was just watching a body language and it just felt like it just felt and it sounded to me like he was defeated. Like that's what I that's what I got from it. Um, we'll see in game two. So obviously talking about game two, I do expect a better game from him. I do expect a better game from Anthony Edwards, but just like what Nelson said, I 100% agree. I just don't think they have the talent to match with the Nuggets. It, because if you even look at them just on paper and you go position by position, you can't like the starting lineup, the Nuggets are our better team. And then you look at the bench, the Nuggets have a much better team, even though throughout the year, there were moments where the bench was very questionable. But yeah. I can't really think of I can't I can't have I can't in my mind process and say that the Timberwolves have a better bench, especially without Nas Reed, like Nelson brought up, especially, you know, not not having, you know, Jaden McDaniels out there to, to show up the starting lineup that they've had in the past. So it's just it can't it doesn't make sense to me in my mind. I, I can't I can't see the Timberwolves um, winning this series anymore. I think I did have a lot more doubt going into game one where I was like, okay, because we've seen it in the past. We've seen the Timberwolves play the Nuggets pretty competitively. But I think after what I saw, and I saw the disparity in talent on both levels, game two is going to tell us a whole lot. And I do believe that the Nuggets still win this game. um, And it'll probably be double digits again, because the way that I see it is like this. Based on the, the body language that I saw, the second the Timberwolves start missing shots, I think mentally they're going to kind of fall back into that mode. Like, okay. Oh, well, I mean, we're missing Nas. We're missing like, they seem like a team to me that will use those excuses to give up. Like, that's what I get from them. Right. So we'll see. Maybe I could be, I could be wrong, but I just, it, there's still a lot of immaturity on that team. In my opinion, I think that when you get into playoffs, your maturity is what kind of takes you to that next level because things happen. You have to be able to walk away from a bad situation and 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 get back at it on the next game. And I think these guys might take things a little bit too personal, in my opinion. We've seen Rudy Gobert do that in the past. Um, I think Mike Conley might be the only person that that might be like even keeled in that locker room, in my opinion. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you guys, there's something strong that right before that 
that playoff game, the first one, it might have been a joke at the time, but I think it was really a serious thing where they talked about the presser and they were talking about guys need to stay away from Call of Duty right now <laughs> and focus on the game. Like I, when I heard that, it was like, yeah, it sounds like a joke, but let's be real. What if that's just true? What if just the players are just not as focused as they should be, which is kind of mm. weird going into the playoffs. Like I said, it could be a joke, but even the fans brought it up. The fans, the Timberwolves fans were like, yo, was Carl Anthony Towns too busy playing Call of Duty at 12 o'clock? Because that same video that Adam Morris posted about him talking about you will see tonight, he looked exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like he looked like you just watched him. Like he just, he looked, and mind you, the game was in a couple hours and he looked exhausted just, just sitting there. Right. So listen, man, if I know, I hope that that's not the case. I hope they're not sitting around playing Call of Duty two, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning and you got to play the Nuggets. In a couple hours. If y'all doing that, bro, this game will be this series will be over in four. If yeah. that's the mentality, you have to go at this Nuggets team because it's clear when Jamal Murray gets on his gets to the point where he's like, all right, I'm I'm tired of this. Let's do this. Once he starts playing like that, it is over with. It is over. You know, and MPJ is hitting threes and I personally still don't want to see Aaron Gordon shoot another three ever in life, but you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just yeah. I can't stand it, man. <laughs> I hear. Yeah. You know, the focus thing um, you, you mentioned that word focus. And if you, if I asked you guys, what was the best game of the second half of the season, including that game, I'm guessing you'd both say that was the best game of the second half of the season. I yeah. Mm-hmm. And it especially. seemed like yeah. we were sleep sleepwalking for the last 15 or 16 games. Do you feel that way? Yeah. Because I did. Mm-hmm. And I felt like you woke the sleeping giant. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like this team is focused. This team has a mission. This team is the number one seed in the Western Conference. Let's not forget that. And they are talented. And so I think this team is prepared to really take care of business. And I was really happy with the performance again um, because there was a malaise throughout Nugget Nation. There was apprehension across the um, airwaves about this team being, you know, questionable going into the playoffs. And what did they do? They made a statement. They did. Now let's see if they can make a statement in game two. Mm -hmm. And the old nuggets would come out lackadaisical. I want to see this group pedal to the metal. Let's, let's put them out of their misery early and let's clean up and and go to to Minnesota and, and go to work there. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And and I think it's just really important to, to note just how, yeah, how focused they were that last game, because to, to your point, you feel like you just don't, you haven't seen that much from them as, as much as they should have been, especially to wrap up the season. And I think we definitely had a lot of concerns going into that first game as to, are they going to be that team that is producing, you know, just, just kind of half, half as effort kind of games to close out, especially, you know, we had so many of those to finish off the off the season with the starters being sad and all that. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's impressive. Next game is going to be big. And to Jeremy, to your point, too, I, I think this this next game is really going to tell how the rest of the series goes. And of mm-hmm. course, like, of course, that's how that works. <laughs> but like 
but like they dominated so hard in the first game. If, if they do this, if they do it again, I mean, how do you not take them in four? you know, like just in that sense of if, if they are that motivated and are dominating that frequently, I mean, how do you not expect that ball to keep rolling to finish that series and even go into, into uh round two. So, you know, to both your points, the, the talent disparity is, is very apparent and, and I think it's going to be apparent throughout the rest of the series. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Now I'll tell you guys, I am currently watching this Clippers and Suns game, right? Me too. And I will tell you just from game one for their game one, obviously with this being their game two, I'll be honest. There's not a whole lot of concern to me. I, I like I like as I'm watching this 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 game, right? Because the Clippers are still winning. They obviously won game 1, and these are road games for them, right? right? Like they're playing on the road in Phoenix. They they beat the Suns in game 1. They're currently winning in game 2 because By 9 too. Right, like like I I think Suns, the Suns players and the Suns fans, I believe that they seriously underestimated this Clipper team, mm-hmm. right? Seriously because they seem to forget that Kawhi Leonard is a monster <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. Like, yeah. if 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 people remember from his even from his Spurs days to obviously when he went to Toronto, yeah. like this is not his this is not his first dance. He is a two time Finals MVP for a reason, and yeah. we gotta we gotta take into account during the season there is load management by a lot of different teams in the playoffs yeah. that don't happen. So now. Yeah. You're getting Kawhi Leonard every night, yeah, full powered, and I I think right and one thing about Kawhi Leonard he is a very and I'll tell you very probably very similar to just the mindset of Jokic. Now Kawhi Leonard can can get into that place where he could just go at them, but so can Jokic, right? Yep. But one thing I will say about Kawhi he will do anything for his team to win. He is rebounding. I saw a pass just now, like he he. He bodied up Josh Okogie and got right under the basket and threw the ball right behind him to a cutting Zubats for the dunk. Like he is, he's doing everything. And of course, Russell Westbrook is playing a lot more, a lot more efficient tonight with his shooting. Um, just watching these teams play, I'll tell you guys, man, I, I can't like, and maybe I'm seeing a little too far in the future, right? I don't want to overlook the Timberwolves just yet, um, but. I'm, there's not a whole lot of worry in my mind just watching these two teams play right now. Now, I would prefer if the Nuggets end up playing the Clippers. I would prefer that matchup um, because it would be interesting to to see if the Nuggets can continue that level of success that they've had against the Clippers since the bubble. Um, but I think either way, it'll be a competitive series regardless of who the Nuggets play if they can beat the Timberwolves. Let me not... Go too crazy with that just yet. <laughs> I want to make one. I want us to be up at least two zip that's first fair, before fair. I start that's making fair. those definitive statements. But um, I don't know, man. I would prefer the Clippers, but none of these teams scare me at the moment. Just watching them, just being totally honest, um, it still seems like the Suns are trying to figure out their chemistry, um, and the Clippers. I, I don't know. Maybe it'll just be Kawhi, like Kawhi and, and Westbrook. Sorry, brother. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If the let's say the Lakers beat Memphis, wouldn't the Nuggets then play the Lakers? Mm-mm. No, the 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 Lakers they would have to play the winner of the the Kings and yeah. the Warriors. Oh, uh, okay, My yeah. Bad. So no, no, you're good. So because yeah, the first seed you end up playing the winner of the four and five matchup. 
and oh, then gotcha. the, the two and two and seven plays the three and six. So that's that, how that makes that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, actually, I think those two teams look wonderful. Um, the Lakers and Sacramento. Sacramento has been yeah. really, yeah. really yeah. good um, at home. Um, they've shown um, they've got more players than just a bonus. Um, and um, who's the the guard? Um, Aaron Fox. Hey, Darren Fox. Excuse he won clutch player of the year. Oh, he's amazing. Well. He's amazing. He's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he's a really good player. And then they have Monk. And then our old friend Trey Lyles has played really well for them. Game one, he had a bunch of threes, man. Yeah, man. So um, uh, that name kind of um, irks me in some way just because we uh, lost uh, Mitchell because of that. But um, but anyways, yeah, I, I've been very impressed with Sacramento and very impressed with the Lakers. And, and where has Austin Reeves just come out of nowhere man. to be like yeah. a sharpshooter, um, you know he's he's really come into his own and uh, adding him to the mix of their talented core already the lakers actually seem like a a formidable uh foe um which makes me sick also mm-hmm. um so anyways but yeah one thing at a time nuggets uh taking care of business but right. nothing wrong with looking uh into the future i think the nuggets match up well against the clippers um also and um We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. That that's that sounds like a, a good spot for us to uh, <laughs> to kind of end everything on here. Um, now, Nelson, I know obviously we've been talking about. I know we we should be having a guest on here for the next show. So everybody that's listening, we we should be having somebody on here from Serbia. That's right. right. And, that's uh, right. You know, we will be able to get a totally different perspective, um, you know, obviously on the game because it's always good. I know I know you guys love hearing our voices. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it will be cool just to, to get, you know, somebody from Serbia, you know, get just get their thoughts on Jokic, get their thoughts on just Serbian culture. And um, I want to know, you know what I really want to know? What's the time? Like when we we talk about the the time zones and stuff in the U.S. when we're watching, right, 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 right. I would be very curious as to what time it is in Serbia when we're watching these Nuggets games. So I will I will ask that question as well. Um, But yeah, that that should be that should be a whole lot of fun, you know, on our next show, and we'll probably end up doing that one live as well. So you know, for everybody listening, you know, it'll be a whole lot of fun. We'll get questions from you guys, and we'll go from there. Yeah, that sounds really fun. Um, this particular gentleman obviously is a big uh, Nuggets fan because of uh, Nicola. And mm-hmm. um, there's some fun things that we will be able to talk to him about. But he's on Twitter and he's very um, he's very jovial and excited about what's happening in Nuggets land, just like all of us. So it'll be fun to talk to him and and get some flavor of what's going on back home. Absolutely. Before we head out of here, Jack, any final thoughts? Oh, man, I, I want to, you know, I, I'd love to play either team that I'm watching this four and five. So yeah. it's it's fun to watch these games because it just kind of to a fault. It builds my confidence for the Nuggets. So I'm excited. It, it's it's going to be a good, good playoff run. It will. It will. I think I mean, you know, obviously, guys, I mean, once we got to get we got to get the Timberwolves out of the way first. Right. Yep. And I think. After game one, my confidence level definitely went up, you know, for sure. I think if I see the same type of effort in game two, then I think that'll be it for me. I'll be like, all right, cool. This is a different Nuggets team that we had not seen in the past. Um, But we'll see. 
we'll see. We're all we're all hopeful and we all want to see this team succeed and we all want to witness a Nuggets championship. That is just what it is. Obviously, all the all the other stuff is out of the way with the awards and all that crap is in the past now. So we don't need to think about that. Mm-hmm. We thinking about the Nuggets in the playoffs being up 1-0 right now and hopefully up 2-0 by the by the end of tomorrow. So, um, yeah. So, guys, listen, I appreciate you guys always getting on here. I know we, you know, it's a little later at night now. And, and you know, after a long day, you know, it's time to kind of just chill out. But I appreciate you guys, man. And, and for everybody listening, listen, man, I just got two words for y'all. Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. Nuggets. That's it, y'all. <laughs> we'll catch y'all on the next episode. This is Denver Hoops and Dreams. Peace.